Adcast, episode 8. Yep, welcome back to the 8th episode of Adcast. So that's two full months of doing this. I never really know what to say to this. It's kind of weird to, for me to just like... It's like I'm just doing a calendar. You guys know how time works. Like, if an episode is coming out each week... Sorry. <laughs> if an episode is coming out each week... Having eight of them means that it's been two months. Well, it's pretty easy, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that thank you so much for being friends of a show, for being tuning in each week. And it uh, means a lot to me. And uh, keep doing it, uh, of course. So, uh, I'm grateful for that. Quick, quick, quick. I guess the intro is also for quick updates. But a new ASMR video that came out this week. It's the one about homophobes and it's... Watch it. Go watch it. Uh, go on my YouTube and you'll find it. Adria Kusnapa. Um, you'll get all my links. Or go to my Instagram. You'll get all my links. Use my link tree and you'll get everything you need. And just check it out. It's five minutes long. It's pretty... It's pretty good, if I may say so myself. I want to say funny, but funny I don't think is the right term for that. Because, like, it's it's something that you need to experience. So please, go ahead and experience it and, and let me know what you thought about it. Um, but I guess that would be it. Once again, thanks to the Patreon for making this episode possible each and every week. And uh, you can join now on my Patreon.com. You never drill. Uh, but I appreciate already that you are tuning in to watch um, the show. So I guess that would be it. One of the shortest intros I would have ever had. So hopefully that episode is not one hour and 30 minutes long. But I can't promise that. Welcome to Adscast. Adscast. So that happened. Welcome back and welcome to the first segment of this episode um, where we're going to talk about shit that happened. And the first thing I actually want to talk about was how fucking brilliant my team, Liverpool, is. How fantastic we are and how we have the greatest team to have ever existed. Extrapolating a bit, that's my team. But, you know, we also, if you're not aware of, uh, we had the last match day of uh, English Premier League on uh, Sunday and uh, we needed to win while City needed to just not win on their side to um, for us to win and that felt like it was possible and then all of a sudden Villa just was like I don't I, I don't get it but hey that was never in our hands so that's fine but it got me to reflect about something real quick, which is like, just not, not me just wanting to gush over my team. But I think I would do an episode about football way down the road, which is more like all the feelings you get from football, all the beauty of football is how much it makes you feel. It's good to see people do incredible things with the ball and um, do incredible tricks and it wants to make you like do the same things in real life when you play, that's amazing. But the feeling of seeing your team win, lose, draw, whatever, 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 is what I'm, I want to focus on. It's incredible. 
I really feel like, and I've said that to someone a few years back, but you can you can make an opinion of someone depending on whether or not they watch football and depending on which team they, they support. And that person was like, oh, so I must be a bad person because I, I don't follow, because my point was mostly linked to like loyalty. I must be a bad person since I don't uh, follow football. And you know what? At the time I was like, because we were like friends at the time, I was like, no, you have to, well, you don't watch it. That's fine. You know, I'm trying to make excuses for that person. When in fact, uh, and after, after the fact, rather now a few years back, three years later, that must have been the, the biggest cunt I've ever met in my whole life. So yes, I will be saying this. Watching football makes you a better person. I have zero qualms in saying that. Watching football makes you a way better person. And which team you support will also define you as a person. I, and, and that's the thing, particularly in Mauritius about football, because like it's not in our country, but like we've been following it because that's what's been on TV. I feel like people don't really get the cities that they're following because football teams are mostly representative of their cities and the locality. For example, Chelsea, a very London-y uh, city with a lot of racist fans. And I have no issue saying that. How, how out of the... Isn't that so obvious, right? Right? It just does make sense, doesn't it? Um, well, the team that I support is Liverpool, which has been seeped in socialism and um, regional discrimination. Well, there were a lot of issues. But I think what I take the most from Liverpool is the socialism of it. How the, mo the main belief in the city is that everyone needs to, to make it work. And that's the thing. Even though we're not going to get four titles this year, hopefully we get the Champions League, so it makes it still free. Even though we're not going to get four titles this year, how fucking incredible has it been to follow that team? We've been on four fucking fronts and we went till the last day. For the month of May, City, I think for three quarters of the month of May, City only had one match a week. We played every three fucking days. And, and yeah, we drew to Tottenham. Well, what to do? We're going to come and play that uh, terrorist football. So what are we supposed to fucking do? That's fine, that's fine. But still, we, we, we brought them to the very fucking last day. That's, I'm so proud. I'm so proud that, like, you don't really, at times you don't really choose your team. I think that if you did not choose your team, you just were birthed into it. That is, your parents were following it. It's beautiful. If you decide to pick a team midway, it's kind of fucking weird. Because, like, I remember one time in 2014, someone on, on I think, Saint Plus, there was, like, a FIFA competition, and they were, no, 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 it was, like, a title race, and they were asking, which team do you support? And the dude said that he's from Man Manchester City, here, in Mauritius, and I was like, it's like people who tell me they're fucking Tottenham. Like, who, why? I can assure you, you've never seen them lift a title. Like, people have made a lot of fun about Liverpool, but Liverpool is actually the big six team with the shortest, actually, no, overall in, in the UK, is the, the team with the shortest weights between titles. It's just that this weight is more recent, is because we are live. But I think the one with the biggest is Manchester City, which was like 45 or 55 years, I forgot, followed by Chelsea, followed by United. <laughs> How fucking funny. Like, maybe Liverpool is not the best. I think it's Arsenal the best. I think I'm not sure, but it's gonna, they're gonna overtake us at some point. It's about to be 10 years. 
20, 10 years, sorry, 20 years. Okay, I'm digressing. That's not really what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is that we brought that billionaire, sports washing, corrupt, vile team, fraud manager to the very last day, and I'm proud of this. But what I'm actually really proud of is more of the people we got in that club. Like something, if you watch football, you have seen, particularly if you're playing the last match day at home, you see that at the end, the players go back in the dugout and they come back with the family. And I've seen that, I think the first time I saw it must have been in 2008 when I actually started watching football well with my dad. And uh, we that year we lost the title to United. Was not to be by, I think, two points once again. We are the masters of bringing the main team to the last day. What to do? And um, I think I saw that and I was like, that's beautiful. We did lose. Yeah, but do you see the communion that's happening in the, the, the stadium? I really fucking hope from there I can go there. But that was amazing. And that happened again. And I just picked one thing from the lot, which was Jorgen Nobert Club is the best manager in the world currently. Uh, I think for the Liverpool uh, history only, but well, I think Shankly would be above Paisley. I think only Bill Shankly would be on the same level of what he means. Paisley and Shankly meant a lot, both of them, but I think like Shankly with his like straight speaking, like no bullshit and actually having results and like Ralf Rangnick, he can speak straight, but bro, you're not with... He lost the last fucking match against Palace. So, my point is, I love Liverpool because of the football, but also because what that city and that team represents. Like, Jürgen Klopp said himself, he's a socialist. He wants everyone to succeed together. You don't need to impede on someone else, to stampede someone, to make it for yourself. If you do that, that's how billionaires are made. There's no billionaire that was made ethically. They're stealing your wages at best. At best, that's the least, the, le the lesser crime, I, I guess. That's the smallest crime that they could be committing. But I think I'll do one episode about sports like football properly. Because right now we just like the emotion of that, that league title that we lost. We really did lose. But like it's funny when teams for which are like 20 points behind us are making comments. And one thing, Liverpool is hated across all of the UK, which is another thing that I take at heart. It's really like an underdog, not really an underdog kind of thing, but it's like everyone fucking hates you, bro. You're not doing that to prove them wrong. You're doing that for yourself. <laughs> And for your people, the people who are actually behind you. So one day we'll talk about that. But that was the first thing about football. The second thing was that there's been one more fuel price hike here. Going to, what, 74? 74 rupees now? Just last week I said how we are paying at least 1,000 more than like a year and a half back. And we think they're slick. Because like... We know that they're going to lower it just a tiny bit when the budget comes in. So that they can say, look at what we're doing for the people. And there are people who are fucking gullible. I don't want to say, but people from fucking villages. I know it's bad. I, I, I know it's bad. But I actually believe in it, so I don't really care. So, fight me about it. Fight me about it. Um, my point is that. They're going to fucking get people with what they're going to do with that. 
but it's really like like let's me let, let's build on this. Following this new announcement, Dignon, um, I forgot which one it was, because I don't really care about like these new parties coming up with like wow let's gonna you know I forgot which one I'm behind them I'm behind them I need to make that clear I'm behind them, but I. I don't know, I feel like it's a lot of energy wasted in a lot of things that they do. Let me move on from this. Like fighting against the fucking vaccine. Like that was anyway. What I'm trying to say is they said that we should, when I'm recording this today on Tuesday, um the 24th of May, that there should we should as a people do a fuel strike, which would be go slow on the road. And the response from the government and the police was that they're going to fine people for it. Like, I think it's 10k. Uh, the fine must be like 10,000. And it's the same thing as last time when I said about the riots. First thing Pravin said when he came back was that he's going to fully back the police to take action. Now you're just saying that I'm just going to fine you. I'm just going to give you a penalty if... You do this where you're exerting your, your right to express yourself against your government. That's, I, I, I do not like France, but I like the fact that for whatever fuck, you can just go in the streets. That's beautiful. That's, be that's a beautiful thing. That you can just march because you want to express yourself about things. That's... Fucking unbelievable, but, but once again, the issue is still the same. And all you found to do was come out to try and scare people off. Not try to talk to them, not try to understand them. You just want to be telling them that if you try to express yourself, I'm going to come for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the police come for you. I'm... I don't even blame people who are in charge for it being that evil anymore. I blame the people who vote for them. Can't you fucking see what's happening? What's ha ha la la la, what has happened in the past? We can't even say that the transition between Navin and Pravin was too short for us. We've had him for what? Uh, eight years now? We've had Pravin for something like eight years now and that government for eight years. You know exactly what we can do. You went for a second election with him. And you exactly, you gave him more power. I do not blame the people who... I, I, I do blame them, yeah. Let's not be fucking stupid about it at the same time. Yes, they are vile, but it's like... You know that they are vile. There's no denying it. They are vile, they're just vile. You know that, they're terrible people. But what are you doing to counteract that? Reinstating them in power time and again? What are you doing? How can you go to a ballot and just... Again, yes, we know it's communalism. We know it. So it's that much stronger that nothing in your mind will be above just voting for someone who prays to the same gods as you do. And I can't, I can't fucking see him every day on the national... TV, like the news, going to social cultural events where these dudes are just like sucking his dick, being like, oh, he's the new coming of Christ. Well, not Christ. But if I say it, a certain Facebook page is going to be mad at me again. So, 
Proud of what? Proud of what? Supremacy? That's what you're proud of? Interesting. That's why I really want this podcast to kind of move into a talk show in the future where I have a guest and we debate on, on topics all the whole way through. Or a co-host uh, co and we just, like, I want to be talking to someone so that you can hear it better. How it comes out when you talk to someone about trying to make the country fucking better, trying to make the country fucking better, and how you you will have debates over it. You will have ideas clashing over it. But at the end of the day, it's to try to make the country better. When you go and vote for anyone from MSM, I'll be very clear about that. When you go and vote for anyone from MSM for any elections, you are shooting your country in the head. You are setting Mauritius on fire. You are tying up the noose around our democracy. Whenever you go, I'll say it again, say it again. Whenever you go and vote, or make it a bit wider, you go to their, their rallies, you go to their meetings, you go to, to, to whatever, as long as you side with them on anything, well, it's fine. Well, siding with someone doesn't give them much power, but voting for them does. Over siding with them makes them feel that there's people behind them. So yeah, there's a good debate about that too. But my point is that whenever you do anything related to the MSM, empowering the MSM, you are going against the betterment or the best course of action for Mauritius. You are condemning our future, all of us, whenever you do it. Say it again, because last time I said that in the, the previous weeks at ASMO, I said that we, um, we, we act as if there are only two names on the ballot, Navino Pavin. And someone said like, like uh, oh yeah, uh, weren't you the one making fun of the Reform Party on Facebook? I'm like, holy shit, how do you remember that? I don't even have a page anymore. <laughs> I was like a year ago. Yes, I did. I remember maybe putting a meme of like, you know, that thing of like that kid, that divorce kid in the middle. The parents are like, are like uh, pulling on both sides and the, the kid is over a pit. And the pit for me was like a phone party. <laughs> yes, because I don't believe in Roshi Bada either. I give him some credits. I give him and Nando Buddha a level of credit, which is you work with these guys. And then at some point you were cozy and then you were like, fuck it. You were, you could just have kept getting your money. I give you that, but the before you can always get better. So I'm going to give people that, but I, I just, he's entertaining. He's really entertaining. We all saw that thing with, uh, Shaquille Mohamed, uh, who I would not speak ill against cause either I'm going to get uh, all the uh, Abibis who are going to be mad at me for talking about Daddy Shaquille, or um, a certain part of Paul Louis saying that they're going to come and find me. So, so fucking weird, right? But you can't just say things in this country. What kind of country is this? You can't just express yourself. So, yeah. So, if it wasn't clear enough, when I say that there are two names on the ballot, you just think there's two names. I'm saying vote for fucking MMM. That's what I'm saying. Because it's the Socialist Party, so I'm behind it. For now, they, what they, they have done and said still matches what I want to be the best for Mauritius. So I'm going to keep saying it. 
it makes sense. All right. I'm not even in the party. I'll be honest with you. I vote for them, but I'm not. I, I could join, I guess, in the future. Again, I still want to be prime minister. I'll need a party for that. But it's out of, of me seeing what's best that I'm saying it. It's not me voting for someone who looks like me because I, someone who looks like me is not of my ethnicity by default. I am ethnically vague. Why did fuel hikes make me that fucking... It, it did send me through a rabbit hole. But what I wanted to say for this is that this is very incendiary, what our authorities are doing once again. You're not trying to talk to people. You're trying to scare them. Let's see how far that gets you. For now, that's what I wanted to talk about. Because, so, actually, so, that happened. Adcast, in my feelings. Welcome back after a very emotional segment. I don't know if the term is emotional as much as... Yeah, that could have been me in my feelings, actually, in the previous segment. But, let's talk about what got me so... so. <laughs> let's talk about what got me so tormented this week. Well, it's a topic that I've, I've actually wanted to tackle for a while... But you know, like a good YouTuber, I needed to get to say, uh, I didn't want to make a video about it, but, because yeah, we are a bit of a world. But truth be told, I didn't know what medium actually I had to best express this. And here comes Adscast. <laughs> Let me do that sentence again. Here comes Adscast. <laughs> Don't butcher the own freaking uh, name of you, the name of your own freaking podcast, particularly when it's got part of your name in there. Let's talk about misogyny. So, as from today, this is an alpha male podcast. Thank you. Uh, funnily enough, um, it all started from me a few months back, just going, damn, I was wrong my whole life. Madonna is one of the baddest bitches who have ever lived. Yeah, what kind of... What type of random ass thoughts do I get? But, well, at the same time saying this, that's kind of me disrespecting like Oriette oh, Tubman and uh, Rosa Parks. So, for real, I, I want to put emphasis on one of, all right, she's one of many, as she is in a group of terrific women uh, who brought change and uh, progress. But I guess that thought came following the memes uh, about her flooding uh, social media. Um, you know, all the weird TikToks she was taking. Which put in, perspe in perspective what I think about women and how I have seen her depicted in media since birth. As I finally get to the age where she'll consider dating me, um, here's me, just a boy, in front of her, a multimillionaire legion of the industry, seeking modern-day adoption, as known as wanting to be a sugar baby. Um, let's not sidetrack into me wanting to be a boy toy. Yeah, that's one of the terms that they kept using for everyone she was dating. Today's point is about how women aren't allowed to be anything than prey. 
pray. Yeah, pray in everyone's eyes. Across the gender spectrum, there's a hatred for women that has been thrusted upon us. And you might think that, Adrien, shut the fuck up. I'm a woman. How could I be sexist? Or even better, Adrien, you fucking white knight simp. Don't you know I could never hate women? I'm a nice guy after all. Pussy, please. Everyone has been taught to hate women at some point. Doesn't matter if it worked. It's not my point here. What stands is that if not your parents and the bringing they provided you with, the religious doctrine, 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 <laughs> come on English, doctrine you've been subjected to beyond your own will, or the inevitable consumption of world media, the inevitable consumption of world media has, to a big degree, painted women in the worst of shades. Let's get back to Madonna. When you hear her name, when you call my name, okay, when you hear her name, I wasn't really trying to make a pun. When you hear her name, when you hear her name, what's the first thing that comes to mind? And why is it the word provocative? And the term provocative um, would be for most people who didn't end up as misogynists. Misog yeah? For the rest who uh, bought into the propaganda, it's less glorious words. Let's not forget the myriad of pejorative terms linked to women while dudes just got one word really dick. Madonna is the epitome of pushing the needle, of rebellion, doing whatever you were told, doing whatever you told her not to do. And uh, be it through music, through her fashion and her lifestyle. I don't like the term lifestyle, it's a weird way to describe like people just who the fuck, <laughs> right? She broke uh, through and took control of her body and how it is depicted, choosing how she wants to display it. And she found partners in people who'd fit more the demographic that men picked into. Actually, we keep saying she was dating young. Her youngest uh, partners were in their mid-twenties, while Elvis Presley and co. would marry 14-year-old girls. Even in this, you see the double standard. Villainized where others got a pass. And why? Because she's a woman. Even today's harassment is linked to what? Her age. Her facial lift. Did you ever see a picture of Mickey Rourke? I'm, I'm just going to Google that. <laughs> Look. I'm not particularly for or against plastic surgery as an aesthetic. Uh, like, maybe just don't turn yourself into a Bogdanov. Uh, rest in peace, both of them are dead. Wow. How many times I've paused. But also, that's not my fucking body. You've seen what I do with my hair. How could I judge anyone? And, and this is fine. This is fine, actually, compared to the rest of the things I do. 
again, the double standard, which is both. Why aren't you changing? My script is not go. No, why am I autocorrect? People listening on Spotify, please bear with me. I am an imbecile. And again, the double standard, which is birthed by the patriarchy, putting an expiry date on women. For some age, they don't want you to act or perform. You can just disappear now. I'll find someone younger, someone fresh, someone powerless enough to let me abuse them. The irony of wanting to kill you off as you get older and still hating you for trying to stay young. I wanted to clearly say it and admit it. I've been seeing her since birth, Madonna, as that evil woman, a witch. She captures young, innocent men. She steals third world babies. She shows the world a face that we didn't see from women. How evil right? I've come to grips with how I've been seeing her. And even though she isn't so prevalent in the news anymore, it's not too bad to recognize how misguided and wrong I was. Because I think, even if we were wrong, we can die better. Let's not just stay on Madonna, though. When I prove a point, I dig it in deep. <laughs> I got really sexual. You want someone who's been in the news quite a bit more as of late? Britney Spears. America's sweethearted sweetheart. Um, which they didn't hesitate to tear down. Which eventually led to her losing control of her life. And that's not even figuratively. She was destroyed for being everything we wanted to see. Young, pretty, talented, sexual, everything. And yet, the world felt like it needed to remind her that she's a woman. You're only allowed to do so well when you're not a straight white man. And she wasn't the last sacrificial born. Sacrificial? Sacri Again, me and words. Many young women, young artists, performers, suffered a similar fate in the public eye or are under constant scrutiny. Well, thankfully, not everyone was under conservatorship. But you know, slightly less worse is not anywhere near good. And for my final point, I would like to talk about the climax of misogyny, BTS. All right, everybody chill. Uh, there's a point underneath this clickbaity sentence, which is hating what women love. And let's be factual, uh, there are way more people on earth who love BTS against people who hate, the, who hate them. Army is massive, never, never doubt that. But I want to talk about that hatred or delegitimization, delegitimization, my English is pathetic. Why are BTS hated? I shouldn't have clapped while saying that. The mic is going to catch it. Why are BTS hated? Now I can do the clapping. I don't even know if I was in sync.
Yes, first and foremost, racism. You can't really escape that one, can you? Um, that's pretty out there. And you know, how many of your parents saw or heard them and just went, get some cinema Pure discrimination in its most refined state. But I wanted to talk about the same thing that made Justin Bieber and One Direction hated in their debut. And and please forgive me. I do not mean to put shit like I I don't mean to put shit show inside a dumpster fire Justin Bieber on the same level as BTS. BTS royalty. Yummy. Jesus fucking Christ, how embarrassing that dude was. The point is, people just want to people just want to hate what girls love. And yes, it's not just girls loving BTS and the others, but particularly with boys bands and Justin Bieber, these are heavily marketed to girls and young adult women. These record labels know what they're doing when they dress their stars like that, when they give them these specific songs. They have a targeted audience. And whoever ends up liking it out of that audience, that's bonus. Getting back to what they have in common though, being branded, willingly or unwillingly, as content for little girls gives the rest of the world a target. Remember fucking Lily Singh said that? Why do they dress like that? Why do they sing like that? Really, why should you fucking care? In a world of freedom, as to your content consumption, well, that's not totally accurate, but let's assume for the benefit of the experiment that free will is still a thing. Why should you care? Again, yes. Racism. But also, it's so easy to hate it if women love it. So, what stemmed from being grossed out about Madonna memes turns into another reason to destroy the patriarchy. <laughs> what a lovely day. But let me reiterate, or rather elaborate. And you can apply the next few lines to the whole of your existence. Really? It's fine. Our bringing was pretty fucked up. It's fine. That's what we were led to believe in less considerate eras. It's fine to have been wrong. But the world hasn't stopped moving. And we have a better idea now of what's right and what's wrong. You cannot now, having lived so much, look away. When you can do better, when you can be better, and that got me. Say it with me. Say it with me, girls. In my feelings. Adscast. Yo, 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 it's the end of this episode. And I'm pretty confident that this one is not going to be above an hour. It's not even going to be above 50 minutes. So, well, you're welcome. All right, that's more digestible. You can very much consume it on the go you're gonna love like 
put it in your mouth, uh, all over your face and your lower back. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> Thanks for having been with me for two months now already. Sorry, why am I being so gassy? Why? What did I do? <laughs> I ate eggs. Oh, okay, yeah. Thanks for having been with me for two months. I'm not gonna... I don't have much to say about the outro. Um, I think the whole episode was emotional today. From price hikes to uh, bloody fucking... And, and, you know, I don't like it when men talk about women. I said it in that video I made for Women's Month, which we didn't publish, which was just that. I wish we were in a world where dudes don't have to speak up about the state of women. Where women can be like, say what they have to say, and that's it. But they don't need us to be like, spokesperson for them. I wish we had that already. <sighs> existence is pain <laughs> but it's fine it's just like my point of don't flee Mauritius try to make it better it's that when you see things like this don't just look away try to yeah I think it's easier to just try and live happier to just look away so you're gonna live happy I envy people who are that ignorant I, I it's not like I wish I could I very much have that thing with Iron Man in uh, Endgame when Pepper is telling him about about stopping. Like he's saying that he wants to stop, and she's like, "But he found the solution when he found the, the... okay." Spoiler alert for Endgame: three, two, one. When he found the solution or the, the, the whatever application to time travel, and uh, he's like, he found it, but he can just don't do anything with it. And Pepper said that that would kill him to not do anything about it. I have that. If I had to represent myself, and I'm making the outro long for nothing. I have to represent myself in this period, it's Iron Man. And I will not develop that. But I very much think so. Maybe not the alcohol. <laughs> Maybe not the alcoholism. Um, no, the girls. Definitely not. But, yeah. It would kill me. I think it's the one thing with superheroes, right? If you can, but you, but you don't, it's your fault. If you can, but you don't, it's just your fault with great power. I'm saying that as if I can fucking like web stuff. Um, no, I can't, but with a gift of thinking comes great responsibilities. With a gift of your brain performing comes great responsibilities. I... I can't even tell myself. At times, like, that's something very, like, that's going to be very, like, TMI. Uh, no, not TMI, because there's nothing sexual about that, but, like, I, it doesn't know where that, I, we don't fucking know where that's coming from, but, like, I keep telling myself that, well, let me reformulate. As much as I, 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 I say the same thing, like, we, maybe, and that's a big maybe, I... Didn't make that outro two hours long. My camera wouldn't have had time to die. <laughs> My camera died, so that's why I'm starting another clip. <laughs> and 
what was I saying? So what I was saying was that I would like to, I say it often, that my life feels like a fucking movie. And it's not like this, yesterday was a movie, last night was a movie. It's like, that shit is crazy. It's like, novelas TV kind of bad. But I've come to grips with being the main character. Lots of people don't have that. Lots of people are just NPCs and, and um, extras on set. I've come to grips with being the main character. And I wouldn't change that for anything in the world. The same thing with having a brain that actually works. Uh, that, that's, that podcast is just me sucking my own dick. But I'll fully get on it. Sucking my own dick. I would not change that for anything in the world. Yes, there's only to be, be as happier. Because you have to always think about things that are bad. But I'd rather that. Now that I know what it is. I'd rather that because... If you can, but you don't, then it's your fault. I guess that's the thing I live by and not trying to shove it down your throat. Just trying to say, subscribe to my Patreon. Just trying to say thank you guys for tuning in. Week in, week out. Follow me on everything. Uh, follow this podcast on whatever um, streaming service you're using. Uh, look up my YouTube, Adrien Kusnapa, my Instagram, Adrien.Kusnapa, uh, my TikTok, Adrien. No, is it Adrien? I forgot. Forgot which one it is. You'll find me easily on TikTok too. TikTok too. Or use my link tree to get all my links. Um, I appreciate you guys checking out the previous videos too. The ASMRs are pretty good. And I think I said it last time, last week, but like, I don't get as much reach now, which is bad because I, I, I'm fully organic. And since Facebook deleted my page, I'm, f I'm fucked. But uh, trying to grow organically, no better thing to do. Thank you once again for being part of Adscast. How do I do that last thing that I usually do? Yo!